Countless times I've seen on movies, television shows, heard on podcasts and radio, and read on comics and books, the good old cliché as I write these words and or lines, rain pours outside, creating an atmosphere of blue melancholy that sounds like an omen of doom, trying to warn me of what may come. And that it's actually true, that little super short introduction piece, I wrote it and yeah, it was raining outside. So it, it definitely created this chilly atmosphere. Hi and welcome. I am Manuel. This is Dark Thoughts. It's a production from another called Cult. And you might be wondering, what's this about? Well, Dark Thoughts is a show where I talk about things I like. Thoughts that I have been wandering in my head for a while. And writing them and talking about them, I think it's the best way to describe it. It's what I like to do. Let's just live it that way. So welcome if you're new. And if you already knew uh, another called Cold or any of the shows we have here, thank you. Thank you very much for coming back. Hope you're having a great time. And as you read the title, this is the Halloween special. Yes, we're, we're going to have the, the Halloween special. How original of mine. But I, I want to be honest here, okay? I want to take a little bit of time and I want to be honest. Horror in general is the backbone of this Halloween holiday. Samhain, Hallow's Eve, Day of the Dead. There has a bunch of different names and each part of the world celebrates it differently but the main thing is horror it's the what's happening on the beyond on the unknown behind that veil that we don't see but that it's the little frontier between the realm of the living and the realm of the dead that's right there that's that's the backbone of whole um some Haynes folklore if you will and it's folklore and traditions and the history and how it got popular all of that is interesting and i do want to talk about that maybe next year because um it's a lot of work and i want to do that properly right i want to shape a perfect episode for for that occasion nevertheless i do want to say that I wanted to do this episode that you're listening right now for one specific reason. I'm a huge fan of horror and I've always wanted to do something horror related. And having said that, that's what I'm going to try to do on this episode is more loose. It it has, uh, yes, it has a script, but I wanted to talk because I wanted to share with you, the audience, the beautiful audience, how it, it grew on me, the, the whole Halloween and horror. So when I was a kid, I wasn't really that much of a horror fan per se. I was fascinated by things and my way of thinking was I enjoy dressing up as Dracula. That was that was the costume I always wanted to to have each Halloween and I wasn't scared of Dracula because he's from Transylvania. I'm not from Transylvania. So vampires and 
<laughs> they are not from the part of the world where I'm from. So, hey, you know what? He's cool in my book. But local myths and local folklore did scare me a lot. So, as I mentioned, there was this bizarre fascination with, with horror, the way I perceived it as a child. Because I was, let me tell you, I got scared about everything and everyone. Uh, of course, there was this whole terrific sinister shadow show that tree branches did on my window. I would just look at the shadows and how they would move. It, it, was, it was sinister looking. I was scared of those shadows. Where I live, there are a lot of owls. And it would be very common to listen to the hooting of owls. Which, by the way, I have to just take a brief moment here. Um, English is not my first language. I think you may notice that for the way I pronounce a few words. So I say these because sometimes I don't know how to say a word or I ignore completely a word. So I'll go to a web browser and I'll look for it. And I didn't know what was the name of, of the, the sound of the owls. What was that called? And my brain automatically went hoot. But I thought, no, it cannot be hoot because that's like you're you're imitating the, the noise. But that's not the name. That's not how you call it. So as I said, I went to the web browser. I looked for it. What's the name of the owl's noise? And yeah, it's hoot. So it's amazing. I just wanted to say that I love this language very much. So going back on track. So I mentioned, yes, horror was always there. I always felt I was surrounded by horror in, in some other way. I was scared of everything. Shadows, sounds. Especially, I remember this very clearly. Because, okay, the context is live in a department. And whenever I had to go to the bathroom, if I turned my head right, I would see the door. The main door. And it has a lock that at night, well, nowadays it has changed a bit because they have cut off some uh, tree branches and they have fixed some public illumination, some public lamps outside. So it's different now. But when I was a kid, the way some trees were in, in, in the line of the moonlight and this lamp the street lamp that was outside of of the building how it the everything was just perfectly arranged for cast uh this extremely bizarre i don't know if that's the way to phrase it but the the point is that the illumination that got through a window near the main door my parents department made the lock look like if it had a face and you could imagine that me being five years old <laughs> going to the bathroom. So if I turn my head right, there would be this face on the door. It was not a face. It was the lock. But everything, the, the lighting, it, it was just, the, it was perfect the way um, the shadow, how the shadow was cast. Uh, it was terrifying because it looked 
absolutely horrendous. And there were many times where I needed, I needed to go to the bathroom. And I said, you know what? I think I'm, I'm good. I'm not going today. Let's just, let's continue with our lives, shall we? And, and that's what happened. So, yeah, as I mentioned, there is this um, dichotomy of a relationship I had with horror. I loved it if it was far away from me. If if I knew, well, not if I knew, if I thought it was never going to put me in danger or if there was no way this, whatever it may be, monster, creature, serial killer, <laughs> if it was far away, I was okay with it. I was never scared of it. The moment someone mentioned, oh yeah, I saw it on the news or someone told me a legend about oh yeah you can hear noises at night you can hear a wolf howling and then i would get scared especially if it happened of course uh, like 10 blocks around my house around my, my parents apartment that's when i would i would say you know what no 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 i'm fine thank you very much but if possible I'm going to change to another planet. Thank you. Then I made a mistake and I saw Alien at the age of, I believe I was seven years old. And yeah, Ridley Scott really, really uh, changed my life because I decided I'm not going out there. It's There's no way I'm going to leave this planet just to encounter that creature. No, thank you. So that's that's the way it was. <laughs> but yeah, so that's that's a little bit of what of what happened when, when I was a kid. And I started to grow this passion about horror. I believe it was I don't know, I might have been five or six years old and a teacher told us first grade of school to write an essay of a book yes i know that sounds drastic and that sounds almost impossible for a six-year-old kid but it was not an essay she told us just to write this very short review and then record the whole review in a cassette tape and we had to give that to her so she was going to listen yeah that, that was the whole point now i remember she asked us for homework to write, I think, one or two paragraphs uh, reviewing a book. Then we had to speak out loud, read out loud that review, and record ourselves then with a cassette tape, as I mentioned. And then we had to give that cassette to her. So she was going to evaluate the way we wrote, the way we read out loud, if we knew about you know, commas, columns, punctuation in general. So that was the first time I had an approach with horror because the book I reviewed was Dracula. And it was super cool to me because, as I mentioned, I had a fascination with that character. I didn't know who Bela Lugosi was. I haven't watched any of the universal classic horror movies. Any. At, at that age, that was just... I had, I had no idea what we were talking about if you mentioned Universal, but I knew about Sesame Street and The Count. I loved him. 
of course, when I grew up, I said, hey, he's, he, he, he's, he talks like Bela Lugosi. That's when I realized. Um, but yeah, I got this fascination with horror because I would, there was this book always lying in my house. It was Dracula's copy. And it was just super interesting because it was this Bela Lugosi lookalike, black and white, obviously. It's a, it was a person in character. But he looked a lot like Bela Lugosi. And he was just there standing in the cupboard. He did nothing. He had the cape. But it was weird. Imagine Bela Lugosi, but in a Nosferatu kind of setting. You, you've, you've, have you seen those classic iconic images of, of Count Orlok in Nosferatu, right? How he's just there standing. Imagine that, but with the Bela Lugosi lookalike. And the typography of the title how it was how it how it was printed it it had to be like if it were blood if it had been written with blood so it was like the the you could see drops of blood just pouring down the the cover it was very appealing to the eye and five six-year-old me looked at it and said i want to read that book i did my my mom helped me and i got scared but i loved it and that's something that has always been very interesting to me, right? So and that's something that I do wanted to talk about this special because horror, we, we get scared, but we come back for more. And that's really interesting. I really, really enjoy that. That was my first experience ever when I said, I don't know what this is. I don't like it, but I want more. <laughs> that's been my relationship with horror all my life ever since i was five years old so yeah i read the book i wrote this super short review about it where i said something like i got scared i didn't like it but i my mom told me there were movies i wouldn't watch them i remember i wrote that on that little piece review whatever and then it got to you know i read Invisible Man by H.G. Wells, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, because teachers were promoting reading a lot back in the day. And as, as long as you read, there was no problem on what you were reading. So that, that's what happened. I got my hands on every horror book I could find, and, and I loved it. It was fantastic, not going to lie. It was great. <laughs> I really, really loved it. So... That's how this love really started to to ignite in me about spooky and horror, and it was great. I loved it, and of course later it came the movies. Uh, as I mentioned, I saw Alien and then Aliens, and cool. Of course, uh, there was this uh, couple as uh, Dracula. Man, that was such powerful powerful movie it was all visual i understood probably 25 percent of the movie because it's even though it's bram stalker's dracula that's the title it's been a while since i saw both movie and read the book but if i'm not mistaken i was confused because when i was a kid for it it was loosely based on the book as I said, even though the title is Bram Stoker's Dracula, it took a lot of creative licenses. I, I 
it's okay. It's, I'm not complaining about that, but I'm just saying I read the book and then a few years later I saw the movie and I said, there's something wrong here because this, this is not the book I read a few years ago. But visually, it was super appealing. Everything, I mean, starting with the obvious Gary Oldman, Princess Leia-ish bonds. <laughs> it's great. And plus, I grew up watching The Simpsons as well. So when I saw that um, House of Horror special with Mr. Burns as Dracula, it was fantastic. I loved it. It was, oh, it was great. I loved it a lot. Um, <laughs> just remembering that. But yeah, that's how it, this whole um, passion of mine started to grow. I read the books, many books, uh, horror-related. Whatever, as I mentioned, whatever I could get my hands on, I would just automatically, uh, of course, classic literature, and sometimes it wouldn't be classic, it would be uh, mommy stories for kids, or um, the folklore, the myth of the werewolf for kids. Because, well, truth be said, even though my parents were supportive of me reading as much as I wanted to, books are expensive. <laughs> and I, if I couldn't have, what was the, what was the one I was thinking of? Some collection of HGOLs. If I couldn't have that one, they would get me the kids version because it was cheaper, obviously. And that's how I grew up in horror. Sometimes I would get the real deal, super cheap version, but it would be for it was the original. How, how the author originally wrote it, or I would get the version, the light uh, version for for kids. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying I had both worlds. And I'm, yeah, of course, if you read, I, I'm trying to remember which one it was I read and thought, this is just, oh, I remember. I got it. Yeah, yeah. So a friend of mine told me that Hellraiser was based in a book. This was, I think, when I was 10 or 11, maybe 12. And he said, hey, there's this movie called Hellraiser, and we have to watch it because my brother says it's just gore. It's super intense. And that's all he had to, to say, really. Because once he said, it's gore, it's intense, and the name was Hellraiser. At that time, I had a level of, of English. And, of course, Hellraiser. You understood those two words. You knew you were in for a ride. So that's what, that's what we did. We looked for the movie, and we watched it, and we just we went bonkers. It was insane. The whole, pro the whole movie was great. Well, not the movie. It was the whole experience, even. Because I remember that we saw that movie. It was Friday night, and he he invited me for for a sleepover at his at his place. Well, his parents' place. So we we had, I, I went there. We rented the movie, and we just we couldn't sleep. It was what's this? The Cenobites. Everything about that movie is great. And I believe one month later, he he told me, hey. Do you remember Hellraiser? Yeah, what about it? Well, it's based on a book. 
He said those magic words, and I thought, what's if that's the movie? What could possibly be on the book? And I begged my mom, let's go, let's find this book. I need it. I need to know what's what secrets <laughs> are are inside this this book. This fine piece of art, and I don't have the book. That's the sad ending to that story because. I never got a chance of buying the book because it was always very expensive. Uh, the reason being, it, it's a highly demanded book. Clive Barker is a great author, and I'm forgetting the name. Herdbound, Blood, Bloodbound Heart, I think it's it's the name. That book in particular, it's super super popular. So as soon as they got a package of certain amount of books. Clive Barker, that's the one that sold out immediately. That's why I never got my hands on one of them. But I read, I think I read, I opened it, and I just read in the middle of the book, I, I read something about the ritual and the blood and everything, the way Clive Barker, how he describes he writes. It's just magnificent. And I read it, again, 12 years old. So once you read that, <laughs> Once you've seen those movies and you've read a little bit of, of Clive Barker, that's what I'm trying to say, or, or authors like Stephen King or Neil Gaiman, for instance, and the counterpart is that you read something for kids. You love it, and horror, it's it's more friendly. You get it. There, there's this cheesy element. A lot of people grew up with B-movies. I grew up with horror for kids and for me that's that's my b-movie kind of comparative i know it's not the same but that's how it was horror wasn't something very popular still unfortunately isn't something very popular where, where i'm from but nevertheless it was that whole six years from five six years of age until i was 12 13 everything was just amazingly shiny and it was my brand new toy and i wanted to see everything and read everything and and so that's what's fascinating right the way how it started how i was scared of everything the faces on, on the doors and the shadows and noises to to being a big fan that's something i really really like something i enjoy i'm not going to lie it's it's funny because when I was a kid, I thought I was surrounded by... <laughs> it's going to sound super, super exaggerated what I'm going to say, but as if I were surrounded by evil or or this darkness, whatever you want to call it, but uh, or as Lovecraft said, the lurking fear. It was, it's, it's around me. Everywhere I look, there's something that tries to kill me, snatch me, scare me, whatever. But... I grew older and then I realized oh, it was my imagination. It was just that. There was no darkness around me. I was just super creative, had a lot of imagination. Then I don't know what happened. <laughs> but that that's what it that's what it was when, when I were a kid. And that's also something I've I wanted to share with you. And I would love to read your comments if possible. By the way. As I mentioned, I just started this whole another Cold Cold and Dark Thoughts project. There are more shows. We have live rituals next week. There's the next episode of the live rituals. So uh, if you could share this, support, comments, positive. I want to make this 
best show for you guys so you enjoy it who is this guy why is he asking for us yeah exactly <laughs> that's that's why i want to make this something i want to dedicate my time to this so if you could comment if you could share it we have social media we only have a twitter account so it's going to be linked in the description for any of you who like to come and say hey uh, I'm starting to get used to all this technology and recording and, and the social media and the tweeties and all of that. I said tweeties, okay? So um, it's appreciated if you share, if you like, if you comment. If you could comment, I would love it. Please, I want to know if, if you're interested in horror, how it's been like for you. Were you scared when you were a kid? You're still scared of things right now. Uh, not that there's anything especially happening in the world right now, but... If you were, <laughs> what could it possibly be? Um, so yeah, please, I want to read what you think and you know the rest of the drill, the share, the like, the comment, the notification, all of that. It's very much appreciated. And if not, if you just want to hang and listen, hey man, thank you. Hope you're having a great day. And I'm back with the show. That's where I wanted you to comment. That's where I want to read you because, yes, I started scared. I want to know if you started the same way. Then I became passionate about it. Again, I want to know if something similar like that happened to you. And then third, the main reason why I wanted to do this is I've been surrounded by the supernatural, but it has never happened to me personally. And I, I need to know if, if there's anyone else outside that has gone through that i really need to know for real yes there's this um as i said i've been surrounded by that and and this this happened to you know when i was a kid but it has happened in it has been three years since the first event happened that's the that's the one and that's what drove me crazy because i'm expecting for this year to happen something to happen okay so I'm, I'm going way ahead of let me explain yes i love horror but i don't believe in supernatural now i don't believe in it because i've never seen it with my eyes i've never seen a creature i've never seen or heard a ghost or or whatever i've never ever experienced any supernatural things the craziest thing that has happened to me was one time 10 years ago i was alone in my house i was sleeping and then i heard noises i woke up and i got scared this happened like two or three in the morning i got up i got super scared because who, who is in who is who is here with me and then i started to identify the sound and had more clear realization of it's the radio the radio for whatever reason just turned itself on and what seemed to happen because the next day a lot of neighbors were talking about that was that electricity <laughs> uh, shut down and shut on such speed that it made certain electronics turn on and and that was that's the one experience i had it had a logical explanation behind it i've never encountered anything ghost related so 
except again not to me but people very close to me people i trust and people that believe exactly the same things i believe in they have experienced these things and i wanted to tell you them i want to share them with you so the first one being i think it happened three years ago where i'm coming back from work and it started to rain so there was this building close by where i was standing i was already on, on my neighborhood there was this building that um it's usually used for meetings neighbor comedies and stuff like that neighborhood related business sometimes you could find someone there that's willing to teach you how to play guitar how to speak english how to uh paint or, or draw it has a variety of uses this building and it happens to have it happens that it provides very good shelter when raining so i was there and this building is located five minutes more or less five minutes walking distance from my parents department and started to rain i got on this building because it's open 24 7. it's for old people that live in this neighborhood so i was there sheltered from the rain and i was just waiting for it to to happen right i was just hoping for the rain to go by as quickly as possible but i was listening to some music and i was just waiting pretty much and out of nowhere this lady i believe she was at least on her late 20s 27 ish maybe and uh if if we're going the oldest age i believe she was might have been 33 so it was between that late 20s early 30s range ripped off jeans classic punk boots and uh, one of this tank top and she had a hoodie as well but she wasn't with me getting shelter she was dancing outside on the pouring rain and it was it, i believe it was close to it was heavy raining let's put it that way <laughs> it was few thunders away from being a storm and this girl was out there dancing she was dancing it seemed that she would be praising the gods of thunder and rain that's what it looked like and she was there just dancing and out of nowhere she started shouting and it happened that one of my friends one of my neighbors she was passing by when when all this was happening she was coming from from a store and so she was passing by and she said hey how's it going what are you doing here and i said just shut up and do you explain that to me? Do you know her? What's going on? And she, this friend of mine, she looked and there she was. There was this lady dancing in this, in this pouring rain. Of course, she was soaking wet, but she was just there dancing. She was spinning. <laughs> she was spinning arms up in the air and shouting and just, <laughs> I don't know how to describe it because it was mesmerizing to look at. And my friend looked at me and she went, no i don't know her why i've been here for the past 15 minutes she arrived 10 minutes ago and that's what she has been doing and my friend just How, how's that what are you talking about so that's that's what i mean i don't know what i'm saying 
but that's I'm just telling you what happened. So that was the first time something weird happened. You might be at, asking yourself, wondering, then what happened next? Well, what happened next was that rain slowly started to calm, and then it resolved in no more rain. It stopped completely to rain, and this girl, lady, she just started to walk away from where we were. And I remember I told her, I don't know. Well, I told my friend, not this lady. I told my friend, I'm never going back again, taking this path. This is just super weird. I don't know what I just witnessed with you, but this is, it was scary. I'm not going to lie. It was really, really scary. And I told, <laughs> I told my friend, I'm never going to take this road ever again. This is out of my list of walking paths that promise was i've never kept it i've continued to walk right there because it's it's a very efficient road but nevertheless it's that's what happened at first occasion that was three years ago two years ago now this happened around september three years ago september this incident with the lady on the rain happened three years ago around september this next one happened it was October, I believe, two years ago, around October. And it was one of those times where I was lying in my bed. I wanted to do nothing. And this friend of mine that got stuck with me under shelter from this pouring rain the year previous, she sent me a message saying, I'm really, really scared. My dog. I, I got my dog out for a walk and started to bark at this, whatever it might be. She called it Spectre, but she told me in this text message, this, my dog started to bark at this whatever floating creature and I ran away. And then I saw a swing, how it started to, well, swing. Now... What I'm telling you is confusing. The way I just told you the thing is confusing. That's exactly how she told me things through text message. And I said, hey, so I just understood nothing about what she just wrote. Do you want to see me and talk about this? She is a neighbor, so she lives. She actually lives in front of me. So do you, do you want to talk? And she said, I need a cup of coffee. And yeah, let's go. I, I wanted to explain to you. I said, cool. This was, I don't know, 8 o'clock at night, maybe. So I met her, and she explained to me that she took out her dog, and she was near a store that we have here in the neighborhood. And, she would, and just as she was turning the corner, her dog started to bark at something. Again, she described it as an inspector, this ghost-like shape floating in front of her. And she said it was very hard for me to get what it was because I wasn't wearing my glasses. But my dog just started barking nonstop to this thing. And when I realized what it was or what it looked to me, I grabbed my dog by the leash and I just turned the other way and started to run. And as I was running from the store, 
there was this set of swings close by, and she swears to me that the swings were still. And as she was approaching them, they started to swing. They started to move. And that's when she said, oh, this is going on this way. Guess what? I can run faster. And, well, she did. She <laughs> she ran to, towards her house. She just opened the door, pushed the dog, jumped herself into the building <laughs> and into her department, closed the door, sent me the message. And uh, 30, 45 minutes later, I was with her and she was explaining to me all of this. And I said, let's go to the places. I need to see this. The swings were still, they stood still all the time we were there. And she showed me where this ghost-like whatever specter was. And I, when I went with her, we saw nothing. So that was the second time. That was two years ago. And the third time, I believe, was the creepiest of them all. Let me tell you why. Last year, this happened almost November. I think it was October 20, 28th, 29th, maybe. And what happened was, Jesus, just remembering it, it gives me the chills. I came back from work, right? And I was walking towards where my parents' apartment is. And I saw a neighbor of mine running towards my direction, screaming top of her lungs that something was watching her and that she was just scared. Now, she identified me and she knew who I was. And she said, oh, you're... You live at this apartment, and I know you. You live this building, right? Whatever. Yeah, what's the problem? And she said, there's something in my department looking at me. What are you talking about? Yeah, there's something. Why do you say there's something? It shouldn't be someone. She said, no, there is something inside my apartment looking at me. So I said, okay, let's... Let's go and check. So I went and I knocked on my neighbor's doors and in, on each one of them. And I said, hey, listen, there's a possibility we have something here because uh, she, our neighbor, is telling me that something is on her apartment. And who knows? We, we might be talking about an animal, maybe, perhaps. So let's all go and check. So we all neighbors... We went to this lady's apartment. We opened the door and there was nothing on her department. Nothing at all. We looked on every corner. We looked everywhere. There was nothing. I don't know. We, we, we spent probably half an hour looking for an animal. Because uh, that was our best guess. It was There was this something. It might be an animal. We spent, again... 30 minutes there and nothing so as as we were leaving she said that's what was on that was right there she just started what i said just what i said <laughs> she just was pointing outside of her window she was pointing at, at this shadowy figure that was ground level we were four stories uh high and she was pointing at this 
shadowy figure outside and she said that's that that's the thing so i just looked over and the shadowy figure was the lady that i saw the two years previous do you remember i told you the story about this lady dancing in the middle of the rain there was no shadowy figure it was her and it looked shadowy because of well she was dancing again <laughs> she was dancing she was flailing her arms up in the air and and i said hey i know her i saw this lady two years ago she's no shadowy specter ghost-like figure she's a normal <clears throat> she, she's a human being <laughs> and um this neighbor she said no 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 you understand it's what's behind her and i look behind her and another neighbor approached me and we both saw nothing at all we just saw this crazy little girl lady arms up in the air shouting just whatever this ritual dance she was doing she, that's what she was doing and that was it and this lady neighbor of mine that she was assuring us now there's something behind her you have to look closely we did and we saw nothing and we were going so we we calm her that's we did we calm her and we said hey you have anywhere to 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 stay if you don't want to be here said, yeah with my boyfriend i have my mom's house or whatever okay so you should maybe probably consider who knows and yeah she she was totally agreeing with that idea of not spending the night in this department sorry apartment and that was happening when this other neighbor of mine comes running up the stairs through the entire building shouting the swings outside are moving the same swings the very same swings my friend a year previous had said to me uh, that they were moving and they were um the the neighbor that said that something was on her apartment she moved out a couple of months later this other neighbor that said that the swings were moving we went downstairs and we saw nothing the swings were still it was it was weird i'm not going to lie but i i know it sounds like there's no logic behind it or whatever but that's what happened and i i wanted to share this with you guys uh as i said this was more loose show i had no script because i i, I went over these events in my head and i didn't know how to how could i possibly talk about them or or, or tell you in in specific order especially because they have no resolution Right, it, they just happen. As I mentioned, we saw the swings. It was nothing, and then this neighbor of ours, she she moved two months later, and the brand new family has lived there ever since. And no no swings moving, no weird girl flailing her arms up in the air. It was just I don't know. And and I want to know. I want to to read you if you have encountered something similar. If you're passionate about horror, if you don't like it, if you get scared easily, whatever, I want to read you guys. So this was a different show, this was a different format. I'm experimenting a little bit. Thank you very much for listening. I am Manuel. This was Dark Thoughts, the Halloween special. Different one.
uh, from what the format is. Uh, this was a production from another called Cult. Thank you very much. Till the next time.